Hi, it's DM Bill, and as you can tell, I am not impressed. Why, you may ask? Because it's what us old folks do. You want to know what does impress me? Besides a full night's sleep without a trip to the bathroom, every two hours, online shopping. That's right, online shopping impresses me. There's nothing I like more than clicking on the doodads on my jitterbug phone and buying the latest D&D books and gaming accessories from Amazon and having it delivered right to my door. That's darn convenient. Next time your kids are on your Twitcher book or Facey time, impress DM Bill and head on over to our website, thedungeonmastersdojo.com, and do some online shopping at our Amazon affiliate store. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it's a great way to support a podcast. See you next time in the dojo. Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM quick tip. And we're throwing the bones with the Oracle. No, not with the Oracle? Uh, Oh, oh, we're talking about gambling, baby. Yeah, that's right. Your characters and players are going to want to gamble. So, how are you going to do it? Uh, Here's a quick one. If you go to some of the uh, functions out there that are, have uh, like a casino night and everything, one of the games is called Chug-a-Lug. And I'm going to explain the rules just to you real quick. But before we do a little history, they call it throwing bones because initially these were the ankle bones of sheep that were roughly already square in shape. Oftenly they were reshaped to be rounded on two sides and flat on four so you it wouldn't land on the rounded part and cut your odds down a little bit. When they realized that it was more advantageous to have six sides, those were smoothed off and they had six sides. And most often it was a game called Farkle. Funny name. The whole idea was to roll it and it's similar to like Yahtzee where the goal is to get to about 10,000 points. But that's a little complicated, especially in the game setting, unless this is what you're going to do for your game. So let's simplify it and let's go back to Chugalug. Basically, you just need six pieces of paper numbered one through six each piece. I like to use pieces of paper because it also becomes my note paper. So as the party comes up to an opportunity to gamble, all they have to do is place a specific amount of coin on one of the numbers. You roll 3d6. If your number comes up on the number you bet, you get paid the same amount you put on there. If it comes up twice, you get double. If it comes up three times, you get three times as much. So one gold on number two, you roll three, a two, a three, and a four. Okay, you put your gold piece on two, it gets paid out of gold. You lost on three and four. And everyone else that put money on one and then three through six lost money. If you have a lot of people gambling, it's a great way to make money or take the money away from the characters. But for someone with hot dice, they might do pretty well. But the trick is to get more than one involved. If you get your whole party involved, it can be fun. And then you use that piece of paper, and you can jot their names down real quick on the side. How much did you bet this time? You write down their bet, and when the game, that particular game's over, cross it out. And then when they go to another sheet, write their names down, or an abbreviation, or just around the table, one, two, three, four, five, how many people you have, and go around the table. Who's betting, who's not? It's a quick, it's easy, it's fun and everyone can get involved because it's not very complicated it's just 3d6 and if the number comes up you get paid and when it doesn't we take your money away but that's how you handle gambling 
quickly in a ga- in in your game situation and how to keep your people entertained and a little poorer than when they showed up, hopefully. And that's my quick tip for the week. 